You are listening to Social Media Decoded, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and business owners simplify social media and thrive online. We provide actionable information that you can use and see results. I'm your host, Michelle Thames, and let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Decoded, the number one podcast to help you understand social media to grow your business. And today I am very excited because I have two amazing special guests, and we are going to be talking all about attraction marketing. So today I have Meg and Jen. Welcome. I am so excited to have you on today's podcast. How are you guys doing today? Thank you so much for having us. Uh, Life cannot be better because the three of us are together. (laughs) Thanks for having us, Michelle. We're really excited to talk. Yes, I'm so excited to connect with you all and chat about attraction marketing. And this is a topic that I haven't really went far into. And I really want to talk about attracting the right people in your business, not only on social media, but off of social media as well. And I think Meg and Jen are the perfect duo to talk about this. And I cannot wait for you to hear what they have to say and make sure that after this episode as well, that you follow them and connect with them because they're such amazing people. I just had to put that out there. So let's get into these questions today. Um, But first, would you just give us a little bit of a background of your business and what you all do and what you all focus on? Because I think that your business is so amazing and everyone needs to know about it. Oh, Michelle, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, Megan and I, we, we really believe in our formula. And I'll just share it with more business coaches. We're strategy coaches. But what we really do that's different is, you know, Megan and I have this beautiful passion of helping entrepreneurs really grow their business without paid advertising. It's like, we really kind of like to break the rules. And, you know, we, we both saw this disconnect in the business coaches out there that were teaching this hustle hard mentality. And it was really icky. It kind of felt gross. And so we just decided to do it a different way and do it our way. And we use attraction marketing, but we really stick to our formula, Michelle, which is connection plus collaboration minus competition equals currency in all forms. Oh my gosh. I love that. I hope you guys have that on a shirt that you're selling because that is the bomb formula. And it makes a lot of sense, right? You want to connect with your audience, but you also want to, not only with your audience, but with your clients, but it's no competition out here, right? And so I love also how you said that everything that you have done has been organic because as you both know, I've built my business all organically. And not that I don't want to use ads, maybe someday, but I feel like I'm in this really good place of attracting the right people because of the marketing that I have created. So that's the first question that I want to talk about. I know that we talk a lot about social media and your feelings on social media. I just want to briefly discuss like how you all use social media in your business because every single business and business owner uses social media differently. So I just want to get a gist of how you're able to use social media and organically track your clients and community. I I love this question so much because I feel like Social media is one of those things that people either love or hate. <laughs> there doesn't seem to be an in-between. And I believe just like with paid advertising, social media 
will only put a magnifying glass on what's working and or what's not working Mm -hmm. in your business. And so to bring it back home to our formula, which is connection plus collaboration minus competition equals currency, the way that we like to integrate social media is by building those heart-centered connections. And the way that we do that without paid advertising is by collaborating with partners such as yourself, Michelle. So Jen and I have been very strategic about how to create partnerships, affiliates, and projects with other entrepreneurs who we feel connected with, other entrepreneurs who share the same audience or a similar audience that we share and we partner up with them. So it's a win-win. And for me, you know, this really came from frustration. This was really built on, you know, me trying the paid advertising route when I wasn't ready and losing thousands of dollars Mm -hmm. in paid advertising, which I'm sharing. I mean, number one, it's embarrassing, but I'm okay to share it because I know I'm not the only one. Paid advertising will only illuminate and reveal the things that might be missing in your business. Whereas organic heart-centered connections, partnering up with other entrepreneurs and you know, asking them to share an event that you have or a book that you have or a product or a program in exchange for some sort of currency for us has been such a beautiful way to, you know, number one, meet really badass entrepreneurs such as you, Michelle. And number two, we are so much stronger together versus alone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Michelle, say you and I were to come together as we have in the past and both promote this podcast, it's going to get more eyes on it than if just one of us were doing That's it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that is how we've built our audience. And that's how we're building our mission to impact 1 million women. Oh my goodness. I love that mission to impact 1 million women. And I think it's very important about collaborating because I think that a lot of business owners really forget about that part, right? It is about collaborating with other amazing business owners that you may feel a connection with. And now, since you're partnering now, look how much you know that network is expanded. There's no competition here, right? We're all coaches. There's no competition between what we're doing because we all have our own lane. So I just really want to open um, everyone's minds to the ways and the different ways to collaborate. And I know one of those ways that you did mention, which I want to dive into, is affiliate marketing, which I think is such an amazing tool, but so many people have, you know, reservations with it or may think of it as, oh, that's not really going to help me. But I think with affiliate marketing could be done a few different ways, right? One way could be if you, like you said, partner with other business owners, but most people think of it as, you know, um, just a link or a code and, and getting money off that code. But let's let's talk about how you guys structure your affiliate marketing program and, and what that looks like in your business. I love this conversation, Michelle. Thank you. I think this is the key. I mean, really, we do. And I think there's two ways that I would like to uh, share with your audience about how we you know, invite affiliate marketing into our business model and what we teach our clients to do. And the first thing is, I think a lot of people think affiliate marketing is really complicated. (laughs) 
It's mm-hmm. really not at all. And affiliate marketing, I would much rather pay, you know, my sisters and entrepreneurship, my communities, people that I love and trust than Facebook, to be really honest. You know, I really want to buck the system and I would really much rather pay you, Michelle, to promote something that you really believe in than a Facebook ad. And that's just our personal preference. And I feel that a lot of women have that same preference. So the first thing that Megan and I did, and this is just an example, when we were you know, creating our best-selling books, because both of us have best-selling books, we used an affiliate marketing program. And the way that we did that, and the way that we do this with all of our programs, our academies, um, our summits, anything that we're promoting or we're enrolling in, is we invite people that we're aligned with. And we have a very simple swipe file that we create for them. And the swipe file makes it really easy for our friends, our colleagues, our mentors to share what we're inviting them to share. So the swipe copy is really simple. We create copy for them to share, and then they add their own, maybe one or two sentences to make it connected to them. And we send them an actual image. And all they have to do is cut and paste and copy into their social media or into their email list. And when they do that and someone clicks the link, then it's very simple to track potentially where this buyer comes from. And at that point, we have a simple system in place that pays them, right? Either money or an exchange. Whereas we would then take on the opportunity to share something for them with our community. So we're sharing community in a heart-centered way that feels in alignment with our values and what we teach. And then in turn, they're receiving currency either in getting connected to our network or with actual financial resources. So that's the first piece. And I do actually, Michelle, want to touch on the other piece, if that's okay. Oh, absolutely. So the other piece, I think people think that affiliate marketing is only with other um, entrepreneurs or influencers. And that's really not the case. Megan and I have found that one of the most powerful ways to affiliate market is with your current community. So the people that are your clients, that are your customers, that love what you're up to and that have gotten great results from your coaching or service or product are your best affiliate marketers, right? Um, Because they're so invested in what you've shared with them. And so I would much rather pay our community um, and currency to share their results that they've had working with us and ask them to share our upcoming events, our retreats, things that we're hosting. And I would love to pad their pockets versus putting an ad on Facebook and crossing our fingers, right? Because it's going to come through in such a heart-centered way. Yes, that that makes absolute sense. And I think that the way that you explained it just makes it sound, you know, because again, most people come to Philly Market and they think it's so icky, but I really love how you said that your customers and clients are your best referrers. And a lot of apps even have um, referring opportunities. Like I use Teachable, for instance, and they have in there like for your students, if they refer, there's a program that they will get a percentage off of maybe one of your other services. So again, I do agree that you know your clients and current customers are your best advocates, and so why not you know reward them and give them those opportunities to you know be a part of your program? So oh my gosh, I love 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 that you said that. And another thing that I wanted to touch on too is is community because. Of course, community is so important to you all. And I just really want to talk about how important it is to 
nurture your community, not only on social media, but off of social media too. I think that you guys do a really good job of building communities and nurturing them. So can you just give us a little bit of insight on your methods to community building and not only building, but nurturing and maintaining that relationship with your clients and community? Mm, I love this question so much. And so the one thing that I think a lot of business owners kind of miss the boat is, you know, people come not just for Jen and I, but they also come for our community, right? To have access to our community. And so what we've done is we've created opportunities for our clients and customers to interact with each other and support one another. And, you know, our retreat is just even one example. I think a lot of business owners have, you know, in-person events, which I know with the pandemic, a lot of us really missed. We missed that, you know, heart to heart, face to face, soul to soul connection. And so for our audience, I would invite you all to find ways in which you can get your audience to actually speak to each other. And you do that by find, finding a common ground. So for us, Jen and I have created our own vocabulary, yep. so to speak. <laughs> We've got our own jargon, which allows our community to know that, you know, we're all one in the same. We use terms like, you know, sisters and um, gangster witches is a, is a certain term that we use, which really speaks to the type of person who would want to be into our community that makes us unique. So is everybody going to connect to a gangster witch? No, absolutely not. I don't think my husband would, (laughs) but my husband is not my ideal client. So finding terms of endearment and other ways that lets your community know, it's almost like a club, right? So if you were to be a part of a team I know we've used previously, Michelle, the analogy of basketball is your team has a name. And within that name is something so special that, you know, possibly the team that you're competing against could never understand, right? That's what makes your community unique. So finding ways to bring your community together, whether it's, you know, terms of endearment, whether it's specific jargon, finding a name for your community, um, doing in-person events where your community really gets to see each other, speak to each other. And if you can't do in-person, creating other opportunities for your community to engage, building that no like, and trust factor. Because to be honest, you know, hopefully they love us, but if they don't, at least they love our community, right? (laughs) It gives them another opportunity. And the beautiful thing is, say we do have an event and a few people go within our community, they're going to encourage the rest of the community. Hey, are you coming? Are you going to come with me? Let's do this together. Let's lock arms together. And so having that team, we're in it together type of personality is not only going to attract the right people into your community, but it's going to keep them there for the long haul. So that sustainability, you know, I say sustainability is queen, right? It's so much um, more fun to keep the audience that you have and continue to nurture and love up on them than it is to continue to find and filter through people that you don't know. I absolutely love that. And I love how you said 
you know, using terms and terms of endearment. Like I call, I think I call, I call my community and everyone friends because I feel like everyone's my friend. So my copy says, Hey friend, my emails say, Hey friend, I really want people to be a part of that community and feel like we are friends. And I do feel like exactly what you said, you know, that may not be for everybody. People may not want me to call them my friend, but I believe that my community really is attracted to that. And it's what they want. They do want us to be friends so I can help them with their social media, right? So I love, love, love how you said that. And I want to talk about too, you know, it is important for us to attract the right clients, right? And again, I feel like you guys do a really amazing job with that. And I know we had a conversation, you know, before we started this podcast about how I felt that I wasn't attracting the right clients. And this is on social media, right? I felt like there was just a a missed connection with my messaging and who I was attracting on social media. And I think it's really important that while we are using social media to attract our clients, that we also have other methods as well off social media that we're utilizing to attract them as well. So do you have some tips on how do you know when your client or, you know, you are attracting the right people? And also, how do you know if they're a right, a right fit for your business? This could be on social media or off of social media. Again, I feel like you guys do a really great job with this. And I really would love just more insight on your thoughts when it comes to really choosing to work with the right people. Mm, yeah, this is, uh, thank you for asking this question, Michelle, because I think this is, um, I first want to address the, the, the comment about working with the right people, because I think something that Megan and I learned early on is when we're bold, it converts and being bold and being direct about who we are and not hiding <laughs> behind what we think people want to see or what everyone else is doing and doing it our way and being very authentic and how we present ourselves always attracts the person that is going to be the right fit for our community. What happens when we hide parts of us <laughs> or we don't talk about how we're drinking champagne in the soul shed, or we don't talk about how, you know, we are gangster witches and we're breaking the rules and our crystals and the things that make us unique. We never attract the client that stays. They usually come and go. But when we really put ourselves out there in a way that's completely authentic and bold is when we attract the women that stay with us the longest and never leave. So I definitely wanted to say that first, because I think it's really important. And I think entrepreneurs can't hear that enough because I think we filter ourselves. And unfortunately, being a filter never works and never converts. So I would encourage your audience to stop filtering and be bold. Um, That's number one. Number two is um, I, I really want to talk about something that's a little different than affiliate marketing and something that we call you know JV partnerships or joint venture partnerships. And the way that I look at social media is it's, it can be a first time introduction and it can be a way to move people from that platform to continuing the conversation and continuing the connection through our email marketing. So I like to look at um, social media as a way for them to come into us, get to know us, and then continue the connection through email. 
And so the way that we do that and the way that we teach our community to continue these joint venture partnerships is when they're looking to promote something, when we're looking to promote something, we do a joint venture partnership a lot. So when we're trying to grow our audience and move them from social media to continuing the conversation and connection with us into heart-centered enrollment conversations, we like to ask other people that share our audience to come into a joint venture partnership. And that can be very simple where, you know, maybe Megan and I put together a free download and in the free download, we have someone like you, Michelle, come in and add a few tips in the free download so that people can get access to you as well. And then we say, Hey, Michelle, will you share this? And I'll share this. And then it not only supports you because you can have them come to your website after doing this download, but now they come to my community. So even a non-paid joint venture partnership can continue to grow our email community from a social media platform that can help us continue that conversation and get to know our client customer better so that they'll be more apt to take advantage of those enrollments when we offer them. Oh my goodness. This is such a good episode. And I hope that everyone has been taking notes because there's just so many different strategies and ways to be successful in business. And this has really been a conversation. And I, I definitely have wrote down some things because I will be definitely testing out some of the tips that you have given here um, in my communities. But this, I, I just don't have any, you just took my breath away with that last thing. I think that it is just so important overall to really have that connection, you know, with your community and the people that you work with. And I really love how you said creating a lead magnet or something that we both can benefit from, right? How can you connect with someone else and form that partnership, but also both of you all can win together? That's what it's all about, right? So creating those different connections with other entrepreneurs, other business owners, and really taking it to the next level on and off of social media um, is really, really important. So I thank you for that and that new tip because I honestly did not think think of that. But now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I can partner with so many people to do this and we can utilize both of our audiences, both of them. So thank you for that. Yeah, so this has been such an amazing episode. OMG, I, I can't believe how many gems were packed into here. But before we end today, I would love if you could let the audience know where they can find you. And if you have anything you know special going on, maybe you have a freebie or something that they could sign up for. Of course, everything will be in the show notes as well. But just really let us know, you know um, where we can find you and how we can keep in touch with you. Yeah. And before we do that, Michelle, thank you so much. We just love the opportunity to come on here and speak to your audience. And thank you for celebrating uh, collaboration over competition. I just have to say the world really needs more women coming together. The future is definitely feminine and I believe it's also female. Mm -hmm. And so instead of looking at other female entrepreneurs as a threat, why not lock arms and partner up together? I think the world will be a better place than that. So as far as connecting with us, Michelle, when will this be aired? This will most likely be aired um, July. Okay, perfect. So Jen and I are always hosting free events, free workshops that are joint venture partnerships most of the time. So if you'd like to see a joint venture partnership in action, 
you can see our latest event at soulascendcoaching.com. You can also find us on Instagram at soulascendcoaching if you'd like to learn more about our business ascension mastery program or our retreats or any of our free events. We have a plethora of free uh, options to take advantage of to support you in uh, being in alignment with our formula, which is, again, connection plus collaboration minus competition always equals currency. Yes, I love that. Thank you again so much. And I am so for collaboration over competition. Let's collaborate more. Anyone listening to this, if you want to be on the Social Media Decoded podcast, if you feel like you have some social media tips and advice, expertise to add, let's do a collaboration. So I'm calling it out right here on today's episode. If you want to be a part of this podcast, make sure to send me a DM on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and let's get that collaboration going. So thank you, Jen and Meg, for, for that because now, because of this episode, we're going to have some collaborations built. I appreciate you all. And again, thank you guys so much for tuning into Social Media Decoded. I hope that you all have a fantastic day. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Social Media Decoded podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in into today's episode. I hope that you got some gems. If you got some gems, make sure to tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and share those gems with me. I cannot wait to talk to you all in the next one. Peace.